Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. From the Canadian Football League, the Edmonton Elks. At what point do we start to look up at Edmonton and go, what are they doing up there? Running players out of town, losers of three in a row. Somebody said, Rod, what's your thoughts on Travis Hamannick not getting vaccinated? I don't care anymore. Uh, Out of the bunker, into the sunshine, on the road with the Rod Peterson Show. We are, and uh, happy Friday, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. It's another remote broadcast. We are coming to you from Bo Campers Sports Bar and Grill in, well, what is normally sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's been very cloudy all morning here on a Dolphins home game weekend, a Florida Panthers game night. The Dallas Stars are in town. We're ready to talk football for Flame Tech for the next two hours. And um, <laughs> I was just saying to the Moose, if we can get him on the screen here, Moose DuPont, that live television, man, there's just nothing like it. It really prepares you for life. Uh, just before we went to air, they started to raise the screens, the shades up behind me here. I got that taken <laughs> care of, Moose. And then we find out that our first, I got the shades put down, but then I find out that our first hour guest, Justin Dunk's flight delay is delayed coming in to the rectangle from uh, Southern yeah. Ontario as he's coming in to call football this weekend with you. So it looks like it's going to be you and me rocking it in hour one. Eddie Steele will be with us in hour two, the nine-year CFL or Grey Cup champion, and now Edmonton Elks analyst will be with us for, uh, <clears throat> for, a, for a great football chat. But listen, here on the warm-up for Ecold Electric, as everybody knows, the Quick 6 Show Topics isn't entirely limited to football, even though it's Flame Tech Football Friday. And we'll get to those in a moment. But I got to tell you... I started last night, Ted Lasso. You did. Listen, I don't necessarily need a lesson in positivity. That guy, I think they, I feel like they split you and me and made a character into him. I, Looks you know like what? you, sounds, yeah. sounds like me. Right. No, it's, it's striking how it's like little of column A, little of column B, right? I kind of got that too. Yeah, well, biscuits with the boss. How about me bringing you coffee in for like the last year and yeah. sitting on the curb out front of the studio? The biscuits with the bar. I came up with that, not Ted Lasso. <laughs> what are you talking about? So anyways, uh, burn, through, burn through the f- first three, and I can kind of see where this is going, Ted Lasso. So, so thank you. Very yeah. much enjoying uh, that Apple TV special. Okay, can we get going with a quick six show horn? And I also have the comments ready to roll like from the viewers. I got everything going today. I'm super ultra prepared. And bear with me because I'm going to fly through these. Topic one, Thursday Night Football Moose. Joe Burrow spoiled Urban Meyer's return to Ohio and kept his former college coach winless on an NFL sideline. Burrow engineered four second-half scoring drives while passing for 348 yards and two touchdowns. And the Bengals overcame a 14-0 deficit to beat Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars 24-21 on Thursday Night Football. Evan McPherson won it. 
with a 35-yard field goal as time ran out, culminating a 10-play, 73-yard drive that consumed the last five and a half minutes. By the way, they open at Bow Campers at noon Eastern for lunch. All of a sudden, it's just got crazy in here, so bear with me. Do you, uh, Obviously, I was sawing logs, as my dad would say, <laughs> by the time Evan McPherson kicked the game-winning field goal in the game last night. So I'll just say this about the game. I felt like I was watching the future of the NFL with those two number one picks, Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. How did you feel watching Thursday Night Football last night? It was awesome. It was really good. And those two are the future. I mean, they both played outstanding. Um, that first half that Trevor Lawrence put together was was textbook. I mean, he used his legs. He used his arm. They had... We talked about them needing to get a run game going. James Robinson got that for them. So they took the pressure off. I think they had over 100 yards rushing in the first half. And then they took a frying pan to the face at the end of the first half. And they forgot everything that happened. And the second half was completely different. When Trevor Lawrence got stopped at the goal line on fourth down, right at the end of the half, that changed the entire game. They didn't run the ball in the second half. He wasn't throwing the ball that well in the second half. And Joe Burrow uh, woke up. And he hooked up with Jamar Chase for a couple of third down conversions. They moved up and down the field. The defense played well. But it was a complete tale of two halves. You got to see the good from Trevor Lawrence in the first half. You got to see the good from Joe Burrow in the second half. I thought it was a great showcase of football. And uh, probably, I would say probably exactly what you want if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. You want your quarterback to look good. You want your running back to look good. You want everything to look good but you want to lose and still have a high pick because they're not challenging for any playoff spot this year. So I think things turned out the way they should, but, but Cincinnati's good. I didn't really know where you were going with that one. I thought you were going to say your young team and your young head coach had a 14-0 lead near uh, halftime. You had a 17-14 lead on Arizona last week in the third quarter, and you blew it in the fourth, but they're getting better. That's what I thought you meant. The Jaguars are getting better. And just I'm very happy with the Cincinnati or for the Cincinnati football fans because they're now three and one. They've been through the muck and hopefully the worst is behind them. They're the leaders of the AFC North. Moving ahead, the New York Yankees on point two dealt a blow to the Blue Jays playoff chances while solidifying their own. The Yankees hit five home runs and a 6-2 win over the Blue Jays at Rogers Center, New York. Tightened its grip on the American League wildcard spot. The Jays fell three back of the Yankees, but are still just one back of Boston for that second wild. The Jays open up a three-game season-ending set with Baltimore tonight at Rogers Center. Point three, this has to do with Super Bowl entertainment. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar will perform for the first time on stage together at Super Bowl halftime. It was announced overnight the five music icons will hit the stage February 13th at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Three of them are Southern California products. I will come back on that, Moose. Um, what, what are we at here? Point two, three. NHL preseason from last night. Over 70% of our viewers say they don't care. We do. So here's what happened. Philip Forsberg and Igor Afedaseyev each scored twice, and the Predators beat the Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning 6-2 in preseason play. Jeremy Swayman made 16 saves, and Brad Marchand, Craig Smith, Brandon Carlo, and Jake DeBrus scored for Boston in a 4-2 victory over Philly. Samuel Girard broke a, three, broke a tie with 3.15 to go in Colorado's 6-4 victory over Minnesota. In Detroit, Robbie Fabry scored twice to help 
12th. The Red Wings beat Buffalo 6-2 in Salt Lake City, Utah, where we're very big, Moose, as you know. Garrett Sparks made 20 saves to help Los Angeles beat Vegas 3-1. And uh, in Anaheim, James Reimer made 24 saves, and Ryan Merkley, Jeffrey Vale, and Kevin LeBlanc scored in San Jose's 3-1 victory over Anaheim. So if you want to know where James Reimer is now, He's with the San Jose Sharks. By the way, the warm-up is brought to you by Ecole Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. Ecole Electric, let's get to work. I saw with a notification, by virtue of a notification, that the Toronto Maple Leafs... Two things, like the Leafs, you just can't get away from them. As much as you want to, you can't. So they've extended head coach Sheldon Keefe's contract, I understand. And that documentary aired last night for the first time. I, did you see that? Yeah, I haven't watched it. I don't know if I'm going to watch it, but I did see the two pieces of news. And, you know, the first yeah. re response on Sheldon Keefe's contract, somebody said, this is what you do. You promote and you reward mediocrity and losing and not meeting expectations with a contract extension. I want that kind of position. But the flip side was, you know, it feels like Kyle Dubas um, giving Sheldon Keefe a little security blanket that if this year doesn't go well, and they both lose their jobs. He's at least got a little two-year parachute, you know, and he's kind of looking out for him a little bit as a person. Um, but I'm not reading much into it at all. I mean, you still got to perform. Doesn't mean that he's there for another two years necessarily, but uh, just a little odd. They're still paying Babcock, right? I think so. <laughs> That's okay. why he can work for free so at the U of S. Right. So basically you're saying uh, no big deal that yes. the Toronto Maple Leafs have extended the contract of their head coach, Sheldon Keefe. By the way, I did, did. I had to do a search on Joe Thornton. I'm like, what am I missing? Because tonight the Florida Panthers are home to the Dallas Stars in NHL preseason play. I'll be there at FALA Live Arena. And Joe Thornton again not playing for the Panthers. This will be their fourth preseason game. And the only the search that I saw was that Jumbo Joe was dealing with a mild muscle strain late last week that's what kept him out of the sunday doubleheader against nashville but he's still not playing and do you think by the way for our legions of florida hockey viewers of which there are many they want to know they're all talking about joe thornton he's not playing again tonight if you're joe quenville are you saying at 42 i think we don't need joe thornton in the preseason yeah is there something to that do you think that's what you're saying no you're you're bang on and if you're quenville you're saying we don't need to see Joe Thornton. We know what Joe Thornton is. We know what we're getting from Joe Thornton. Like Joe Thornton has earned the ability to come and go as he pleases. He doesn't have to do two-a-days. He doesn't have to play in the preseason. Joe Thornton is fine. I don't think they're worried about that. Keep those minutes. Keep that ice time for somebody who they're trying to get a look at, who's trying to make the American Hockey League team or who's trying to make the National Hockey League team. I think they're okay with it. I think if it's something that, you know, continues to linger and he can't get in at all or you're starting to worry when the season starts then there might be a little bit of a concern that, that joe's not right but i think you know what you have in joe thornton we're uh, warming up for e-cold electric here on game plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states including the wonderful state of florida where we're carried game plus is on tds cable ask your cable carrier for details if you don't have it um, Justin Dunk was scheduled to join us here in hour one, but his flight's been delayed into the sweatpants capital. So Moose and I will be rolling with all of these topics 
for a little longer here in hour one. And it is Flame Tech Football Friday. It's Friday night football. You know, a lot of our viewers are screaming at their screens saying, get to the CFL. Well, tonight it's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the BC Lions. I have a little preview here. At Vancouver, the 6-1 and one Blue Bombers come off the bye week, not only sporting the CFL's top record, but riding a four-game win streak and an impressive 4-0 record within the division. The Bombers lead the league in offensive touchdowns, fewest turnovers, fewest offensive points allowed, and most turnovers forced. The Lions at 4-3 and three are coming off a 31-24 home loss to Saskatchewan and drop to 1-3 and three within the West and are just 1-2 and two at BC Place but still have the CFL's passing leader in Michael Riley. The Canadian press is telling us to go with Winnipeg. BetRegal.net's telling us to go with Winnipeg at 1.5-point favorites. How are we feeling about BC and Winnipeg tonight in this matchup, Moose? And if I could just say one more, I love me some lucky whitehead. He's Dallas Cowboys alum. He's been on this show a couple of times, but I was a little surprised he was named Player of the Month in the CFL. How many times was he struck by the fumble Ruski one week ago tonight with the BC Lions against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? Like, yeah. It's at least twice he fumbled, including with the game on the line in the final 20 seconds. I don't really understand how Lucky Whitehead's the player of the month, unless he's been that great. And I know that he leads the CFL in receiving. And I think he is the most exciting player in the West Division. But I just, I don't know that I'm giving a guy player of the month when he has a tough time holding on to the football in critical situation. Uh, that's a tough one, but he's had a great month. He's a good player. He's had a, he's having a really good year in BC too. Um, but I'm like, yeah. this, this game I'm looking forward to because there won't be a crossover with BC or with Winnipeg. So this is a West division final preview potentially. I mean, the odds will tell you that BC they're considering BC, maybe the second best team in the, in the West right now even though they're coming off a loss to Saskatchewan. It's how good the BC Lions are this year and what a turnaround it's been under yep. Mike Riley and what they've been able to do. Um, one and a half points, it's not a lot. It's razor thin. And BC let that game slip away last week against Saskatchewan. Mistakes, the shank putt at the end that even set Saskatchewan up to have a chance to come down the field and score. BC is going to be digging in a little extra this week. I feel like they've got something to prove. I kind of want to go with the Lions if you're giving me a point and a half. Well, there's usually one upset. Usually there's at least one upset in the CFL, despite the fact there are only four games. So maybe tonight's the night. It's a 10 o'clock Eastern kickoff. Winnipeg and BC on Friday Night Football. Let's uh, sprinkle in some of the viewer comments here. Um... They have thoughts on this, plus Joe Thornton from the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Red Deer, Alberta. Friday Night Football. Let's go, Lucky and the Lions. Uh, cheering against Winnipeg, obviously. From Adam Ridioff in Hamilton, he says, I would love to see BC get a win, especially after last week's letdown. Watch out for those Cats, by the way. Probably we'll talk about them next segment. They got Montreal tomorrow in the first of a doubleheader, a Saturday doubleheader in the CFL. Ticats favored by two and a half at betregal.net. And I was reading the game notes, Moose. The Ticats have not allowed over 20 points. They've held their last five opponents to sub 20 points. The defense in Hamilton is not getting enough credit. And I almost wonder if because of the dog's breakfast their offense has been, 
you know, Devere Posey, they cut him yesterday. They've had the issues on the offensive line. If more attention's been placed on defense and the defensive coordinator, Mark Washington, I just wonder about that. It's not a coincidence that the Ticats are on this remarkable run going into week nine. Um, from Mandy in Edmonton, she says, ooh, Winnipeg and BC, this may be a pre-show for the Grey Cup final game. I don't know if that would happen. Regarding Jumbo, Joe, Larry dies watching in Medicine Hat. He says, if Thornton would shave his beard, he could move faster. <laughs> well, we know certain NHLers that shave parts of their bodies to skate faster, right, Moose? We know that. <laughs> We're not going to name who. Are we, Knuckles? Uh. <laughs> yeah, Manscaped. We're not going to get into that. Uh, oh, Ooh. Jennifer Illingworth, by the way. You see what she's writing? From the Four Seasons, Jennifer says, opening night for the dub tonight. Woohoo! Well, <clears throat> listen, we love ourselves some major junior hockey. We are North America wide on this show. So I wrote down, this is my last point before we break and come back and break down all of this a little more. The CHL Top 10, okay, going into the year released. And I, we got time. In a minute, I'll run them down. From 10 to 1. Number 10, the Winnipeg Ice. I could have told you that. I might have had them higher than 10th. From number nine, the Shawinigan Cataract. Number eight, the Windsor Spitfires. Number seven, the Acadie Bathurst Teton. Number six, the Portland Winterhawks. Number five, the Barry Colts. Number four, the Kingston Frontenac and Shane Wright. Number three, the St. John Sea Dogs, who are incidentally the Memorial Cup hosts, are they not? Number two, the Quebec Rampart. And their wonderful head coach and GM, whom I love, Patrick Waugh. And the number one team in the Canadian Hockey League are the Edmonton Oil Kings, who, by the way, the Arizona Coyotes returned yesterday, Dylan Genther, their best player. So, yes, my team, God's team, the Regina Pats did not crack the top ten. Your team, the Saskatoon Blades, did not either. But we can talk about uh, their opening weekend matchups when we come back and all of these other topics. But we need to take a break right now. This has been the warm-up for Recode Electric. we got a lot to get through today. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. you got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. and becoming sunnier 
Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's another day live from Bow Camper Sports Bar and Grill here on a Flame Tech Football Friday on the Rod Peterson Show. Coming at you on uh, Game Plus Television. YouTube and Facebook Live Football Friday, as always, is brought to you by Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. The Moose is with me, and I'm feeling... What should I say, Moose? I'm, I'm feeling generous. Let's, okay. let's just bring everybody into the discussion today from all across North America with regards to our discussion here today on this Football Friday. And, and they want to talk about all kinds of things. That Adam in Hamilton, Adam Ridioff says, I would love a Ticats-Lions catfight in the Grey Cup. I would have to go back and think about when's the last time that happened. I'm going to sprinkle in all the comments here. Jenna has Je Jenna Reagan in Southern California has entered the chat. Jenna says, good morning from Southern California. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Monty, you know Monty. Yes. He writes in from the Bridge City. He says, go Huskies, go tonight. What do what the Huskies got tonight, Moose? The football team is playing tonight. So there's two games in the Canada West tonight, and then ours, uh, they'll, they'll be broadcasting tomorrow. So the Huskies, after losing to Calgary, looking to pick up a win tonight. Gotcha. Thank you. Um, Bill Lothian, writing in from the Deep South, says, TGIF gang. Jays have their backs to the wall. Boy, do they ever. They got to sweep Baltimore and then do a little scoreboard watching this weekend. And if they'd taken care of business against the Yankees, if they'd at least won this series, they'd be in a far better position than they are right now. But that's yeah. their own fault. Robbie Ray, Hinjin Rue both took the loss. These are your studs, man. These are the guys that you need. And they did it with the long ball, giving up the long ball. Don't give. It's football Friday. Uh, Bill says also, get your vaccines. Don't really want to go down that road either. Although this morning, uh, Moose, I had a call from a football guy who asked about the general manager of the Edmonton Elks, Brock Sunderland, and yep. said, how can you be the general manager of your team and encourage the coaches and players to get a vaccine when you don't? And I said, I hope you're not looking for an argument, an agreement, a discussion. I'm over this. I don't want to talk about it. Where, do you have a thought on that before I move on? <laughs> no, it's the same thing. Again, it's hard to judge somebody until you've walked a mile in their shoes, right? So we don't know if the, the, the medical reasons we've yeah. heard about. If he's got his reasons, he's got his reasons. It's not a double standard, you know. you got to ask people to do it, and there can be reasons why you're not. And that can be fine, too. So everybody just seems like they want to pick a fight. Not here. Not here. Not on this show. No. Um, Trent Bruner, writing in from Norway, says, Norway calling. The Blue Jays need to win out and hope Boston and Seattle lose. The Riders should rise over the Stampeders. But what happens with Bo Levi? We'll see how the Pats and the Raiders make out tonight in PA. Have a good weekend, everyone. Trent covers it all with one comment from Norway. Um, the poll question today, by the way, came from your noggin. For Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, it is who's the best quarterback wide receiver duo in the National Football League. Your options are Connor Murray, DeAndre Hopkins of the Arizona Cardinals, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup of the Los Angeles Rams, or Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chefs. And the Green Bay duo is leading on Twitter 
with 39% of the vote, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. On Facebook, they're leading there, too. Yeah. So you're going along with that just fine? No no Dakota Prescott, C.D. Lamb? No, not yet. I haven't seen a lot of... Yeah. And I think at some point, when we do this in the future, you might see Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase on the list. That kind of what sparked it, too. You know, they're, they're starting to develop some really good chemistry in Cincinnati. So I think Bengal fans will be pretty excited. Um, you could put Tom Brady and everybody, but it's not just one. He does such a good job of spreading the ball around. Um, but, yeah, it's probably Aaron's, Aaron uh, Rodgers and, uh, and Adams in Green Bay. But Cup, Dale Cup and Stafford, Winnipeg. I would probably think about Cup and Stafford a lot. And a new combo there, by the way. They, mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford shows up, and the Los Angeles Rams are the best team in football. Figure that one out. Um, Dale Barazuk watching in Winnipeg says, Good morning from the peg. Bombers will cover. It just slipped off the screen here. A lot of comments coming in today. All week long. They started out pissy. They're ending the week punchy, <laughs> but in a good way. Um, I lost a comment from Dale. Oh, Bombers will cover. Have a great weekend. Ice and Wheat Kings. Love it. Great show all. Talk next week. Thank you, Dale Berzik. I had a buddy um, down here say to me, he wishes that there was more hockey around here. Moose. Because as you know, I'm making friends. Right. And I'm like, what do you mean? It is, well, where you're from, you got every level of hockey. You got major, junior, junior A, junior B, junior C. You got senior. You got all kinds of minor hockey. And I'm like, I, I never thought about that. Here, that's, you got every level of football. Yeah, that's what we noticed when we went to Nashville and you and I went down there. I remember uh, that um, they were saying that there's record number of rings popping up all over the place after the Predators showed up. You know, If the Panthers start to get good again, um, which they are, Will you see rinks start popping up all over South Florida? I don't know. I don't know the area well enough. But in those other markets, like Nashville, like the rinks are, are popping up like crazy. So hockey is growing in the United States. I don't know if it's growing in the Sunshine State, though. Um, the Hockey Club podcast watching from Tallahassee, Florida right now. Says the official college football team of the RP show, the Florida State Seminoles, need a win versus Syracuse tomorrow. It's a must-win situation for a shot at a bowl game. Sad. Oh, they're uh, they're almost out of it. Clemson is out of it. And we're only in, what, week five of the college season? Man, it doesn't take long in college football at all. Uh, The general in Calgary says, how are Brady and Gronk not on that list? You know, I'd like some time to sit down with the general in Calgary and just give him a good shake. Because it's about reading and listening comprehension. The poll question is, what's the best quarterback, wide receiver, wide receiver combo in the National Football League? And Rob Gronkowski is a tight end. You're right. It's your question. It's your question. And you brought up Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I brought up Kelsey with Mahomes and... And you're right, it's tight end, a little bit different. You look at Andrews in Baltimore, too, with, uh, with um, you know, the quarterback there. Um, why is his name? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, thank you. Lamar Jackson. Um, but they've got a good duo, too. But we're talking about wide receivers and quarterbacks today. From Carlos Lagena watching in Indianapolis, says, if I get into hockey, it'll be because of the RP show. 
Well, you're welcome. But as our guy Figgy from the Dub Network, he said he got into the CFL because of this show. So what we do is we make miracles happen here every day. Uh, Ricky Kazama writes in, Ricky Regina. He says, good morning from Aspen Lynx Clubhouse. We are now open every day. Are they uh, now a sponsor of ours? I was uh, there having lunch yesterday. It is like Ballers 2.0. Like Ballers 2.0. We're going to go when you get back. It is stunning how great it is in there. Stunning. So, uh, yeah, there'll be some cool stuff happening. We had a, a great little uh, lunch meeting yesterday, and we're going to do some cool things with Aspen Lynx. Go check out the Moose's uh, <clears throat> social media. Give them a follow on Instagram and have a look at the if social media works, eh? Oh, yeah. It works. Um, Jamie, watching in Toronto, says, how about Alan Diggs in Buffalo? I would say, how about him? You knew, Darren, you must have known when you came up with this question that the, you were going to get this Well, and that's what people, you want. Right? That's what you want, right? Everybody's got a great duo, you know. You look at A.J. Brown and Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee, which hasn't been good so far this year. Um, a lot of teams, there's a lot of great wide receiver quarterback duos uh, around the National Football League. Every team, for the most part, kind of has one. But which is the best? And I think we got the four locked down. But, yeah, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, that's, that's a duo. Probably right up there. And that's why you can write in. Uh, by the way, before I mosey on back to CFL discussion for a moment, and by the way, Justin Dunk was to be with us in hour one, but his flight's delayed getting into RP Show World Headquarters. So Moose and I are handling it here in hour one. Uh, Dolphins, Colts meeting Sunday at Hard Luck Stadium, as I like to call it. Tickets can be had for $36.00. In the upper deck. And if you've been to formerly Sun Life Stadium, formerly Joe Robbie, Joe Robbie Stadium, formerly Pro Player Stadium, now Hard Rock Stadium, there's not a bad seat in the house. $36 will get you in to watch the Colts and the Dolphins on Sunday. And I'm going. I wasn't going to go. But I chatted with my friends at the Dolphins, and they said, you said you were going to go to all the games while you're here. And I'm like, well, I didn't think I was going to be here this long. <laughs> So, how do you how do you say no to them, Moose? And then yeah. tonight, Panthers Panthers Dallas Stars, twenty five dollars in the lower bowl. Does somebody want to look up, for instance, tonight's Canadian NHL games? The Ottawa Senators are home to Montreal, and the Calgary Flames are home to Vancouver. You people in NHL Canadian markets, you want to look up the ticket prices there and tell me if you can find a lower bowl seat for twenty five dollars. Maybe you can. Maybe this is just a preseason thing. I don't know. This is all new to me. Uh, preseason NHL hockey in Florida. But I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It is Affordable. not expensive. I don't know if you're going to find a $36 uh, CFL ticket. Junior right ticket. <laughs> or a junior <laughs> hockey ticket. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, don't, you're not, I don't think you're going to find a $25 or $36 CFL ticket. But thank you for the reminder. Uh, back to the picks for the weekend from the Canadian press. At Hamilton, the 4-3 and three Tiger Cats come off the bye playing at Tim Hortons Field, where they've won 11 in a row now. The expectation is veteran Jeremiah Masoli will start after backing up David Watford the past two games. Both wins 
anchored by defensive pick sixes. Who wrote this? David Watford has taken over from Zach Caleros as the Rodney Dangerfield of the CFL, getting no credit. He pilots the Tiger Cats to two straight victories, doesn't throw an interception in 57 attempts, not one, in his first pro starts, and they pull him for Masoli the second. Holy moly, Jeremiah Masoli is available, and he's getting no credit. They're saying the only reason they won was because of pick sixes. Anyways, Montreal's two and four. They've dropped two straight. And that includes a 30-27 loss last night, uh, last week in Toronto. Canadian Press is saying to take Hamilton. BetRegal.net saying to take Hamilton, 2.5-point favorites. And then maybe we'll break and come back and spend a minute on this Saskatchewan-Calgary game and whatever else people want to talk about today on this Flame Tech Football Friday. We are broadcasting live again for another day from Bow Campers Sports Bar and Grill in gorgeous Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Owned and operated by former Miami Dolphin linebacker Kim Bow Camper. Man, they've just been sensational to us down here in South Florida. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Oh, yes. From the Netflix series Bloodline. That's the beach. That's it. From Rayborn House, and we're here in Fort Lauderdale for another day at Bo Camper Sports Bar and Grill. And uh, the moose is with me. You're going to hear, I think, some thunder. It's cracking here overhead. But we're safe and sound indoors at beautiful Bo Campers. And I said that we would get around to the CFL talk, but one thing we realized, Moose, and obviously doing this show is so much different than the radio show that I used to do for a variety of reasons, right? But Because there it was just... Saskatchewan-centric, just Rough Riders-centric, and that's about it. This is nationwide and, dare I say, continent-wide. And one thing that I learned is how much people love to talk about ticket prices. <laughs> Nelly, do they love to talk about ticket prices. So what did I say? Because with fees and stuff, it was a little more, but it was like $36 for the Dolphins game on Sunday against the Colts, uh, $25 for the Panthers. And people are writing in like crazy with ticket prices here. And you're seeing it on the screen in front of you. Uh, the Puck and Pigskin podcast says, Lower bowl tonight for the Flames and Vancouver Canucks. Two hun <laughs> for a preseason game tonight. Two hun. Um, rafter seats, 43.75. Um, where's the dude? Jason Wall in Winnipeg says, Don't get me started on Panthers ticket prices. Grr. You can't even get a $25 lower bowl ticket to an AHL Moose game. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says that's an amazing price for an NFL game, even though it's a preseason game. The NFL game is not preseason this Sunday. It's week four, and it's the Colts and the Dolphins. Now, last two weeks ago, I was at the Bills. The ticket was over $100. It's like $125. So in the NFL, they have premium pricing. They, yeah, and they really care about what the game. They really care about what the game is too, right? This game's not as sexy as the Uh, Bills. 
I also learned that people like to bitch in Canada. Breaking news. And uh, Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, I can see the tickets being cheap for preseason, but not quite that cheap because people don't care about the preseason. Laughing, crying emoji. And one more, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says tickets for the Devils Rangers in the lower bowl are as low as $23, upper bowl for $11. Uh, by the way, I see a lot of people chiming in with their predictions for the Sask-Calgary game. BetRegal.net has Saskatchewan favored by 2.5. An already difficult season became a little harder for the Stamps, who are 2-5, and five, and announced safety Royce Mechie suffered a season-ending bicep injury in a 23-17 road loss in Hamilton. Not only are the Stamps last in the West, they're 1-3 within their own division, and while they come off a bye week, they're facing a 5-2 Riders squad that had that thrilling road win over BC last week. So they got Sass picked to win that game. Do you want to spend... Um, I got the Riders to roll, and it's rare that Saskatchewan has an, an opportunity to go into Calgary in October and step on the throat of the Calgary Stampeders. And because a win Saturday night, almost going to finish off the Calgary Stampeders. Do you have any more thoughts on that game or do you want to move on to the NFL? Because I know that you've got some, you've done some work on that with our friends at Bet Regal. Yeah, no, just my thought on that is I, I agree with you. I think the Riders will go in and roll. I'm really curious to see what, if anything, happens with Bo Levi and how well they play. But Saskatchewan seems to bring out the best in Calgary, too, in Calgary and Saskatchewan. So, you know, it's probably going to end up being a pretty good game. But you're right. Like, it's probably the end of the road for Calgary if they don't win tonight. And that's a scary thought. Now, last week, you picked three out of four correct NFL picks for our friends at BetRegal.net, the exclusive betting partner of the Canadian Football League and the Rod Peterson Show. I know the boys say that they've got the graphics ready to roll. What do you have for our betters this week, Moose? You're going to like this, Rod. You're going to like this because I'm going with your Cowboys over the Carolina Panthers. There you go. It's at the bottom of the screen. I got Dallas at 4.5. Look, at Carolina does not have Christian McCaffrey. And Dallas has a very good rush defense. Um, Sam Darnold, three weeks. Yeah, they're 3-0. But he's only thrown three touchdown passes. And this Dallas Cowboys defense is very, very good. Their pass defense is pretty good. So they'll need to they'll need Sam Darnold to be really good if they're going to win. I'm taking Dallas by 4.5. Um, Arizona and the Rams. I got the Rams in this one. Kyler Murray continues to, to play well, racking up the pass yards among the league leaders. But this is Matthew Stafford territory, Cooper Cup territory. Now, their defense on paper doesn't look that good, the Rams. Like, they're not among the leaders, pass defense, run defense. But they are top five in points against. They are top five in points for. I take the Rams at home to win the football game. And I really like this uh, Ravens and Broncos matchup. I look at Marquise Hollywood Brown in Baltimore, who leads their team in receiving 235 receiving yards, I believe. But he's had so many bad drops. If he pulls this together, he'll become an elite weapon, and that might be a top wide receiver quarterback duo down the stretch in the National Football League if they get it together at some point this year. But I like what, they, uh, what their defense has done. I like what they do in big games. Denver's played well. This is a huge measuring stick for the Broncos. Whoever wins this game probably gets into the NFL top five come Tuesday. But I got Baltimore uh, by a point here in this one.
Nice work, Anna. We encourage all of our uh, viewers to sign up for the free sports book at betregal.net. Whether you're a serious better or a newbie like myself, go to betregal.net, sign up. It's free to play. All you need is a proof of age and an email address, and you are in, and you can play with a little action. Uh, certainly makes your sports viewing experience a lot more fun when you put a little action on it. You get a 1,000 Bet Regal points a month, not dollars. And uh, play along with me at betregal.net. When we come back, we'll get into viewer takeover earlier. Got a lot of questions and comments loaded up on the Prairie Mobile text line, 306-840-8777. That is 840-8777. And uh, we'll do a sports update as well. By the way, coming up in hour two, 3downnation.com. CFL insider Justin Dunk, as well as Great Cup champion, nine-year CFL veteran, and now Edmonton Elks analyst, Eddie Steele. Live from Bo Camper Sports Bar and Grill in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live in 24 hours, sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. That's the beautiful Intercoastal right behind us here at Bo Camper Sports Bar and Grill as this Flame Tech Football Friday continues from Football Mad, South Florida. And just before we jump back into things with Moose, a sports update, the Toronto Blue Jays have work to do to keep their playoff hopes alive. The Jays are a game back to the Boston Red Sox for the second American League wildcard berth. Toronto three back of the Yankees are front-running this wild-card race. The uh, Yankees knocking off the Blue Jays yesterday to win the set at Rogers Center. Jays close out the regular season with a three-game series against the Orioles beginning tonight in Toronto. Rogers Sloan of Merritt, B.C. is two strokes back of leader Sahit Tigala heading into today's second round of the PGA Sanderson Farms Championship in Jackson, Mississippi. Tigala tops the leaderboard at eight under par. One stroke up on Nick Watney. And Harold Varner, the third. The Edmonton Oilers look for a third preseason win tonight when they take on the expansion Seattle Kraken in Everett, Washington. The Oilers are one of five Canadian clubs in NHL preseason play. The Canucks are home to the Flames. Montreal Canadiens visit the Ottawa Senators. Evan McPherson kicked a 35-yard field goal as time expired to give the Cincinnati Bengals a 24-21 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars on Thursday night football. The Bengals trailed by 14 points at halftime. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. Well, you're where you'll never need to ask to have the CFL game put on. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Moose, I looked over my shoulder. If we can bring Moose onto the screen, I looked over my shoulder here in the break, and there was all these yachts going by. I yeah. feel like we could just charge admission, just put a camera up here, and just watch what's going on over my shoulder on a daily basis. You'd watch. Oh, yeah. I'd be into that for sure. Just put it up on the wall, and away we go. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'd, I could just sit down there all day. I'm sure of it. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. Um, John Ohm. Um, watching in Winnipeg. Says the NFL halftime show announced Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar to perform at the Pepsi halftime show at Super Bowl. We covered that very quickly in the warm-up, but we can cover it now. 
Um, you know my thoughts. I like local talent for the halftime show, and I know enough to know that Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Kendrick Lamar, too, I think, are Southern California guys. So uh, I'm all for it. How about you? Yeah, it's an L.A. show, and let's remember something. The halftime show, I believe, nothing really to do about the music. So it doesn't really matter if you like the music, if you like what they do, if you listen to them on a regular basis. It doesn't really matter. It's about the show. Can you create a moment, something special that people will remember and get them feeling good? Bringing them all together, all these big names, I think will create a really cool moment if they do it right. And it could go down as one of the best ever. There is an opportunity that it completely flops, too. Let's not forget. But I think it could be a really cool moment. I think it could be uh, done really well. Get that L.A. kind of glamour and lifestyle on the forefront. Yeah, a lot of people want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Jennifer, Jennifer from the Four Seasons. Yeah, she writes in. She says, Carolina Dallas was tough. Carolina leads in sacks. I know, right? And they're 3-0. and But, folks, they're still the Carolina Panthers. And they're going to go into Dallas and get rolled here this week by the Dallas Cowboys, who are turning out to be better than what we thought they were. And the Eagles uh, proved, hey, the Eagles proved to be slump busters or confidence builders on Monday Night Football. Sorry to interrupt. No, Cowboys are a great football team. I really believe that. But Carolina is, too. Now, they haven't had the toughest schedule but they still hold the number one pass defense, the number one run defense in the National Football League. But Zeke's rolling. Dak's starting to incorporate some more of his weapons. So this will be a really good test for that Cowboys offense against a really good Carolina defense. But again, no Christian McCaffrey. Sam Darnold hasn't had to throw the ball a whole bunch. The Cowboys have a good run defense, so they're going to force him to throw. It could lead to mistakes. So we're really going to see what Carolina is made of on Sunday. Uh, let's see how Mike McCarthy tries to botch this one as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, comments coming in from all over the continent via Prairie Mobile text line, Twitter, and obviously the YouTube and Facebook feed. I could sit here and re- read this all day. It, feel, it feels like I am. Um, but from Metal Shingle Guy, writes in and he says, I'm looking forward to Whitehead blowing by the bombers tonight. Will the president get on the field for Winnipeg? Go Lions. I don't think uh, Damon Roosevelt has played yet for the Blue Bombers since they signed him, right? He didn't play in either game against Saskatchewan, and have they even played since? Um, The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are loaded for bear. Damon Roosevelt was not signed because of a need. He was signed for depth. Winnipeg is kicking the crap out of everybody. Uh, From JR in Moose Jaw says, The Jays have Bo the Flow. But the RP show has Moose the flow. Best hair on the tube. <laughs> Go Jays. How often do you get comments about your hair, Moose? Yeah, it's almost as much as the Sudeikis thing. Is that right, huh? It's, you should it's get awful. a head and shoulders deal or something. You should get a shampoo deal. Herbal essences. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hour two coming up with Justin Duncan. Eddie Steele will be right back. It's the RP Show Flame Tech Football Friday here on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.